0: You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, is your boy, Al Mugger. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. Today, we got an amazing creative duo that has a fire book out for Mohoy Comics now, all right? I mean, you got to get this. I'm telling you, it's going to put a smile on your face. It's sci-fi. It's fun. It's drawn political. All type of good stuff. And we have this creative duo today. So let me introduce first up, nationally syndicated American editorial cartoonist and editor of The Nib. And writer of Justice Warriors, the one, the only Mr. Matt Bosch. How you doing?
1: Hey, man. Thanks a lot Uh, for having us on.
0: No, no problem. And next up is cartoonist, artist, animator, and artist on Justice Warriors, the one, the only Mr. Ben Clarkson. Whoa, I'm in the chat. Hey, it (laughs) was Marvin. How you doing?
2: I'm doing great. (laughs) Doing great.
0: Awesome guys, thanks for coming on. A chit chat about your fire book, Justice Warriors from Mohoy Comic Mags. Um, I've been, uh, had the pleasure of been reading, reading it. You know, I got through the, the first issue. Big smile on my face, you know, that that New York type of humor, almost, I would say. You know, I think, you know, East Coast people would definitely get it a lot. <laughs> West Coast is really funny stuff. Uh, thank you, you know, for putting a smile on my face and making comments where they should be some real fun, even though you're throwing jabs here and there. You know, a, a social element, but which is great because the way you make fun of it is, you know, actually is uh, mixed. Think good, good stuff.
1: That's so exactly what we're going for. It is a it is a political book, but it's also fun. Uh, a lot of jokes, fun. a lot of satire, a lot of ultra violence. Yeah. uh it's got it all i like i also like your characterization of it as uh east coast
0: because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you know man in yeah. some cases I, I, yo, i'm from the coast and i, I visited the west and i've seen less craziness in the west than i've ever seen yeah. you know, on the east so i was like all right but um
1: we're all eastern Time Zone <laughs> here we're all that so we can
0: speak frankly about uh the, <laughs> cases on outside of yeah. the uh, world right
2: <laughs> it's not a florida book if you're watching from florida Tune
0: out. Oh man! Oh yeah! 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 Well, no, I, there's a lot that don't agree. I, mean, I lived in Florida for a little bit, and I know because believe you me, I lived in Orlando, bro. Mm-hmm. And one day here I am on my way to the store. I'm driving up my block, and on the corner is a white power par- uh, a protest. <laughs> Next week, the week after, I'm again. This I'm going to the comic shop. I'm away at a comic shop. same corner is the Nazi party protesting. Like, what in the heck is going on? As soon as I told my family this we moved, we went to Cocoa Beach, you know. You know, I, I I'd rather see rockets take off than then they had to deal with some Nazis and stuff. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, rockets uh, are Nazis. It's a
2: it's a, yeah, choice.
0: Yeah. a rockets all the way, baby. <laughs> you know what? Put them on the rocket and send them out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Right, so let's get into it, folks. Cause this is fun, these guys are gonna be awesome. So, uh, let me start with my man Matt, and he was the first one in the room today. Tell us a bit about yourself, where you were originally from, and your first love in fandom, general.
1: Mm. In general. Uh, I'm from Canton, Ohio, originally. I did spend uh, a good deal amount of time on that wretched west coast that we uh talk about, uh, in Portland, Oregon, and now I'm in Canada. Um, oh. my so. Well, I have to, you know, I might have to give a multi-part answer here. I would say first fandom was probably Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was real young watching the cartoon. That's basically I started drawing, you know, all the draws Ninja Turtles Uh, in comics, though. My dad used to take me to a place called the News Depot to get like paper or something. And they had had a spinner rack and three things I got hooked on real young that really shaped my uh, my tastes and my career, which was X-Men. Mad Magazine and EC Comics reprints, oh. uh, t- tales from the crypt, shit. You know. Oh,
0: we're homies, brother. Let me tell yeah, you, that was yeah. my type of stuff too as a kid. So
1: all that stuff, I read that for a long time, and you know, I think some of it's evident in uh, Injustice Warriors. You know, we got mutants, we got violence, we got uh, satire. Yeah. Um,
0: that it, like- it is a very mad yeah. type of humor, for real. Uh, which again, I dug. I was, you know, maybe because I am was a fan of Mad back in the day. You know when Mad could be mad. <laughs> yeah. You know? Awesome. So how about you, my
2: brother Ben? Where are you originally OG from? Uh I was born in like North Toronto area. It's called York. I'm like fully Canadian. They don't oh, let me fully. out of the country.
0: Oh man, yeah. why didn't you wear the Canadian succeeder for us today? Oh,
2: I have I have <laughs> a really nice denim jacket. <laughs> oh right. <where? laughs> you got to. It's the only way you're allowed out of the house in Canada uh (laughs) so i was born in canada lived in like there's a thing that we call in canada the bush which is basically like uh it's a town of 800 people and there's one road in and one road out uh and that's where i grew up and my first fandom was getting was seeing teenage mutant ninja turtles on tv there we go yeah and just like drawing the turtles, only thinking about the turtles, hitting the turtles into each other. Uh, And then I remember one day my dad came home with a freshly, uh, like a fully packed VHS. And it was the Lucasfilm re-release of Star Wars when they remastered it for THX and then released a THX remaster on like uh, videotape. Yeah. VHS, which is like <laughs> nonsense. There's no quality. What what are you talking about? Uh it was a project VCR. I
0: had to be, you know, eight heads and this. Yeah, that, I had
2: that. like <laughs> I had like the full stereo system for the VCR. Uh and I saw that and it was like uh mainline into my brain. I just and then next month, because they released them month by month, he ha- came home with a VHS of Empire Strikes Back and that just like that ruined me. I was just obsessed. I just watched those tapes to death. Uh, and so I got like really into filmmaking and animation. Uh, so instead of going into comics like Matt, I was like crazy into film for a very long time. That's very
0: interesting because yeah, I, I, I want to ask here, can you discuss the process then of collaboration between a political cartoonist and a filmmaker, illustrator? I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's two different worlds to me.
1: Well, I think, you know, it works it works really well. So first of all, uh if you're you know, you read the first issue and if, if people are watching this they can see the art. This is Ben's first comic. So his art.
2: First. First yeah, comic. I've never made a comic before. <laughs> what the
0: Yeah.
2: That's <laughs> 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 not because
0: holy shit, you killed it. All right.
1: Yeah. But you know, he's been doing other he's been doing illustration and animation for a while, so he knows how to draw, obviously. Um <laughs> uh Ben came to me with this project. So Ben uh developed the main idea of Justice Warriors, the world, the main characters, and he'd been working on it forever. And he came to me to write for it as an animated show. Um, which I was very excited to do because I saw a trailer that he had made and it it looked amazing and is also very in line with my influences and the type of stuff I wanted to do. And uh, we decided to do it as a comic book because it was a lot easier to get made as a comic book. Um, I mean, I prefer the medium of comics, I guess, as far as creation. But, I, I, you know, we would like Justice Warriors to be an animated show as well and uh, plan on things. Yeah. Three <laughs> so, movies. Right. I want three
2: yeah, movies.
0: You know, we, we, like co- a, a, a swim joint right here for you. Yeah. so not something for kids. This is we
1: thing. co-write the book. We co-write the book. Um you know ben draws it i contribute art uh backup features some covers what? uh what? stuff like that. i i did a backup um story in the trade so like I, you know as a cartoonist myself i'm drawing some stuff but we just talk a lot we talk a lot about ideas what we want to do with the characters what we want to say what we're trying to ultimately say in this world of inequality and crazy mutants and uh police and we j- we have a good time man i mean we I think I think the um, collaboration works well, and Ben, being a filmmaker, brings a lot of good sensibilities to the visuals and the structure of the story.
0: so who found who first? What's the story of
2: the bromance, Ben? I, I leave this to you. Story of the <laughs> Cyber bromance, harassment, one hundred percent cyber harassment. I was just DMing Matt nonstop and being like, "Look at this thing I made! Look at this thing I made! Look at this thing I made!" Until well, you said uh, he finally like broke. That
0: too? <laughs> Every time, up until he got to the eye point, right? All of a sudden, that's all he saw. He goes, "All right, goddamn, this is enough, guy." <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and he broke one day, and he just looked at it, and uh, he's—I uh, make the joke all the time—that he's patient zero, that this uh, this world, <laughs> this thing that I came up with, has finally spread out of my house and is spreading everywhere. Because uh, it's it's a fun it's a it's fun it's a great idea Uh, I'm amazed I came up with it <laughs> Uh, yeah it's um, so get into this people then. respond
0: to it I want to get into that then you, you told them how you came up with it you know uh, you know you being a fan of what you were then getting into film when did the creative spark really start in you for you to take yourself seriously uh oh. And while he's frozen. <laughs> and while he's frozen, I'll defer that question to you then. How did
2: you spark into your creativity? Oh it looks and, like Ben's
1: your- looks like Ben's back. I'm
2: back, but you know what? I'm gonna you you do this, I'm gonna log back on with real internet. Okay. Yeah, there
1: uh, you go. All right. So how did I uh my creative spark as far as Justice Warriors or just in general?
0: In general, when you were a young man, how did you even start stepping into the creative world? When did you know and when and, and what was that first, you know, die right. like?
1: I mean, so long ago, I don't even remember the first, you know, like I I, I talked about drawing Ninja Turtles and stuff. I mean, that was, you know, I I don't let's put it this way. I don't remember learning to draw and I don't remember ever not wanting to be a cartoonist because I did from the from the time I could hold a pencil. Basically, I was like, I'm drawing comics when I grow up. Oh, wow. Single. It's been a singular mission since I was, you know single digits year old uh, i don't know three four whatever um yeah and then you know i was making up characters of my own uh you know the whole time i was uh, at the time you know riffing on a lot of like image comic stuff when i was uh under 10 and all that then in high school i kind of got into different stuff indie comics you know sort of like dan klaus and that school of oh, nice. stuff and yeah. frank miller sin city more mature comics and then uh eventually in the political climate after 9 11 um became a political cartoonist you know i was also turning 18 and stuff around that uh around that time so i was a young adult and that's how i started my c- career getting paid but um you know all this stuff, all these influences have been swirling around, and the intention to sort of do genre comics has always been there. So it's just sort of right. taken me a while to circle back around and now get to get to do it.
0: Yeah. So all right. So before I move on to Ben real quick, why did you hesitate for a reason or not respond to poor Ben and his harassment for a while for a reason? <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
1: no. He's exaggerating. He didn't. He didn't send me that many messages, but it was. <laughs> We hooked up in the summer of 2020, which, uh, you know, a lot going on then, if you recall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he just sent me a, you know, he sent me a message and I, you know, I had also had a baby and a toddler. I mean, life was so chaotic. I just didn't, I didn't look at it. And then he sent me a follow up and, you know, just like a lot of things sort of. I was looking at my phone at the right moment or something. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I clicked this link and I pressed play. And I was like, this is cool, actually. And I, and I got back to him. I'm glad, he, I'm glad he messaged me. Here we are.
2: We made right. the book.
0: You see, folks, be consistent. <laughs> yeah.
2: Follow-up emails uh, will change <laughs> your life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. 100. That, that's every job I've ever landed, a follow-up. Yeah. They're impressed by that. Oh, he actually isn't. Uh, just
1: circling <laughs> back.
0: <laughs> circling <laughs> back changes lives. Awesome. All right, Ben. Now, now that you have steady internet once again, you know, uh, uh, no shout out to your provider. How dare they ru- <laughs> ruin the stream in such a way? So, talk about you. Yeah, that 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 creative spark. When did it start, and, and what was that journey like for you?
2: Uh, I'm a very similar answer to Matt. Uh, I cannot remember when it started. Like I, I've been drawing nonstop since I was a kid. Uh, every single time anyone has ever suggested I stop drawing, I, I am like deeply offended and upset with them uh my dad tried to get me to be an architect instead of going to art school and i didn't speak to him for like months like how dare you suggest that i uh... might not do this (laughs) as hard as i possibly can and then like i've just been like oh i'm going to be an artist i'm going to draw drawing is just like the only thing that has mattered to me uh it's the only thing i know how to do so I just have focused on that my entire life, and uh, comics were late for me. Uh, comics, uh, I like. Com- I've always liked comics. I always read comics, uh, but I wasn't that into them. But I had. I fell in love with this idea, of Justice Warriors. It came in like pieces slowly. Uh, it just kept popping into my head, and I didn't know what to do with it. And I started building it as an animated series because that was sort of the industry I was in at the time. And I pitched it to Matt because I was like, I need to get this made. I don't know how to get a thing made, but I have this idea. I believe in this idea. I need to do something with it. Otherwise, I'm going to go crazy talking about this (laughs) idea I have and never doing anything with it. So I approached Matt. He also loved it. And he suggested comics, which made a lot of sense, actually, once it clicked in and once we started doing it. Yeah, like storyboarding, uh, I think it works really well yeah
0: it's it, like story, you know it's the same thing storyboarding, you know, and you got to just get a little bit more done and less, but you know
2: <laughs> and there's all these fun little other things you can do in comics, which are which is sort of sort of the fun for me making them too is uh the page has like all of these possibilities, and I'm always like f- trying to play with it a little bit, try to come up with some new way of doing something in comics, and uh it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a wild medium and I'm really happy to be doing the book.
0: Alright, so let me ask you here. We gotta get down into it, into it now. Since we were talking about it. So how did you build the concept of bubble city in the uninhabited zone? Uninhabited zone in this wonderful book right here. Folks, look at that cover also. <laughs> Badassness
2: right there, baby. <laughs> Love it. Right uh, yeah, bubble city I don't know, like I couldn't tell you what I was uh, trying to figure out. I had these cops and I knew I wanted to do something with these cops that I designed. So the cops came first. Swamp cop came first. The orange one came first. And then it took me like four years to get the poop. Wait,
0: Uh, this is the original orange one?
2: Yeah, (laughs) this is the original orange one. Uh, And then the poop took a long time. And then I needed a place for he them was to be. Constipated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, was, uh, he was all blocked up. It was up. a constipated idea. you know,
1: it can <laughs> take a while for the poop to come out.
2: Yeah. You know, you gotta soften uh, it up. You no.
0: Know?
2: You know, you gotta take a probiotic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, I got this idea of a domed city, and a domed city seemed a lot of fun. But then my brain instantly was like, well, what's outside of the dome? And then the idea of the, uh, that's where the crime happens that's where the majority of people live there's literally a line keeping people in and out the wealthy are in the inside and the poor are on the outside that all clicked together really quickly after the dome but naming it bubble city which is like this other level of joke it took like another 2 years oh yeah uh so this this has been like years of me like making little jokes that make me laugh before i even show it to another person <laughs> Oh, I, I
0: I get it. Like I said, I I had the honor of reading uh, getting through the position very much and, and uh you know, with a smile on my face, um, once it started getting into the story, I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? oh man, yeah, Y'all too much, man. I mean, look, <laughs> look, look, look yeah, me. well look, just
1: wait. There's a lot there's a lot going on in this series. It's it's very uh Maximalist in a way, you know. Ben's detailed art, the the craziness of the violence, the, the jokes we
0: got in there, it's packed with stuff. So, how, how did you help with those concepts that, that 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 Ben was building up when he brought them to you?
1: So, it, to me, it, Bubble City and uh, the world of Justice Warriors is a great template for telling stories, <clears throat> especially the kind of stories we want to tell. I mean, with the setup uh, that Ben described, and and through police, you know, through the genre of like police buddy cop stuff and and police media movies and stuff you we can tell all kinds of stories so this book is about it's about a lot of things but the main plot is about economic calamity and rebellion in bubble city the population outside the mutants are uh, restless from their uh you know lot in life and uh the, the bubble is uh sucking up all the resources and that's where all the rich people live. And also it there's economic boom, uh, booms and busts uh, that happen near, near daily that create new forms of crime that they have to police. So that's sort of the setup for the first series. Um, and you know, before we even finish writing this one, I mean, we have ideas for multiple volumes of justice warriors. That's, Ooh. that's how that, yeah, that's how it's, that's how it's intended to be, uh, we kind of want to focus on a different aspect of society each time. So, you know, what are sports like in this world? What is uh, an elect? What are elections like? What are I mean, you know, name anything. Um, so we see it. We, we see it as we want to pl- tell stories in this world for ten volumes. We want to. We want a Justice Warriors
0: Omnibus. You know, this big. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. All right. So, s- since satire plays a significant role in Justice Warriors, right? Uh, So how do you approach balancing that humor with the social commentary in the series?
2: Uh, I I always felt like there shouldn't be a balance, that uh, the social commentary has to also be funny. Uh, Because if you're getting sanctimonious and you're making a social commentary, but the audience isn't like laughing or thinking about why, why is that funny to me? Like reacting in a way of us doing it differently, maybe putting a little bit of a twist on it that uh, sort of cuts through a lot of the bullshit of how we think about uh, media, politics, economics, crime, all of these things we're dealing with, then it's not really a compliment to the reader. It's not really a enjoyable experience because this, despite there being a character that's literally a poop, For a head uh, cop, it's a surprise. Like, there's a lot of um, intention and a lot of thought that goes into how we do these jokes and how we present this world so that uh, it means something. It's not just pot shots. No, it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not the 80s high school, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Has some meaning, Konyo. All right, so the protagonist, Swamp Cop, is a traumatized veteran seeking justice. So what aspects of his character and experiences make him relatable to readers?
1: Well, he's a total mess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, let's see. Swamp Cop is, as you said, traumatized. That's, uh won't be a big spoiler to say. In the opening, his partner, Rogers, who's sort of like the tough veteran cop Uh, dies uh, very hilariously after a bust (laughs) of a starfish uh, mutant gang and he gets run over by a self-driving bus so the sort of i don't even know if i'd call it the b plot maybe the c plot of justice warriors is swamp cop on a mission to arrest this bus and avenge his oh,
0: partner's God. death.
1: <laughs> and uh, he gets assigned an, a new partner shit who's sort of the naive rookie. And then, you know, the, the series kicks off, but the dynamic between the two of them is, is such that swamp is uh, deeply cynical. Um, he's traumatized. He, we, we punish him thoroughly throughout the series, mentally, physically, spiritually. Uh he's, on drugs, uh, some of the, you know, heavy psychotics. So if you really, you know, maybe something to relate to there. Whereas shit is uh, more of, he's naive and he's funny. He's also a little bit more well-adjusted in his personal life. He has a wife and appears uh, a little bit happier.
2: Yeah, yeah, the shitlets going around? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're literally in-canon shitlets. (laughs) Really?
0: (laughs) It's still, I mean, on screen, folks, you can see Officer Shit yourself right there. You know, thankfully, this is not Smell of Vision, so we don't have to smell anything. But okay, that was that <laughs> line first at the Academy, and he smells like it, man. It, that I laugh. I was like, oh, shit, man. These guys yeah, are, you know, he's from stuff.
1: Sector, uh, I think it's Sector 4 near the sanitation dump. <laughs> yeah, where I have a, a lot of poop mutants over there.
0: Yeah, but this artistry, man, where were you guys digging into in the art, man? I mean, literally a, a, a shithead <laughs> yeah. i mean it is hysterical i mean you know it, where we were you getting inspired by the designs and the world there we because look at this world holy look i mean and i have this in three different sequences here Could you send it to me out of order but no i want the people to see the beauty of this yeah look how beautiful it is in black and white right mind blown
1: this is page one panel one of issue two and it's. This
2: isn't like a double page spread. This is just a panel. It's half, it's about half a page.
1: But
0: um, it's beautiful.
2: Look at this. Like, yeah. what, what the hell? Did you have a micro panel, some shit there? Like,
0: writing on rice type joint. Let me get this road yeah. in here.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or basically. You then you see it colored. Yeah. 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 Hours and hours. Uh, this panel um, took me, I think, 22 hours to draw. What? Yeah. Is that a record? 22 hours for a panel? Uh, it might be. Could be. Who knows? Yeah, we should have documented
0: it. We're gonna make it yeah. do it all over again so we could document it. Yeah, yeah this is... I will. I will
2: <laughs> kiss myself. <laughs> we'll I have to have that. the we'll <laughs> have
1: the Guinness World Records person there I know, observing so that they can validate it. You know, this is uh, this is the what you get yourself into when you decide to make a uh, comic book that involves a uh, mega city that is, has an endless slum in it. But it's like Bubble City and the uninhabited zone are characters almost you know they sort of determine how this how this world is shaped and showing off the world and all of the unfortunately endless buildings is part of the story
0: what makes this makes me think of is how people when people think new york they think just new york city like no Mm -hmm. that is but a speck of what new york is and this is what this reminds me of like that bubble is the new york city area Mm -hmm. yeah five boroughs and the rest is what it is. But, of course, you know, it's opposite in in, in real life of how it mm-hmm. looks.
1: <laughs> yeah, and up there in what the was where
0: it's F? Okay.
1: upper right, there's New Jersey over there. Or... <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that Section 4? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Section 4 of I mean, New Jersey. That's the there sanitation we go. dump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do call it New York's trash dump. So, <laughs> hey, I'm going to play my fellow New Jersey Crusaders. I, I want to go safely to New Jersey Con. So, they made me say that. <laughs> but again, look at this, and that with the lettering as well. So, who's doing the lettering? Uh,
2: Mitch, oh, is it I'm who? the lettering. Damn, bro.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we're we're I, I write comics, I letter them, I can draw them, I can color them. I mean. That's, that's how we do. Jesus We're cartoonists.
2: One man- I'll forget things all the time. And Matt goes back in and adds stuff that I, uh, <laughs> that I didn't read in the script that we wrote together. Yeah. Well, um, oh, he has a
0: phone and he's like, Hey, where's the phone? Go, oh, shit, hold on. Yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. All the time. It's great to have someone following <laughs> yeah. up on my uh, yeah, lack did. of I... attention to detail, apparently.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I, I did uh, sort of insist on lettering the book because I don't, I don't know. I just wanted it to have a. I didn't want it to look like every other comic book, you know. I want. Yeah. I, I I like hand hand lettering. It's it's a font based on yeah. my hand lettering, but I just wanted it to have a certain look. And I like I like all aspects of comic creation. I want to, and I you know I like to be involved in it. And uh, so I'm writing and lettering a book, which is I think unusual in mainstream comics, but is pretty very typical baby it's indie that's right it's typical in the world i come from it's
0: pretty typical where cartoonists do everything from top to bottom i mean look at this this panel page gorgeous and with the lettering in the background yo skill i love how you did that there you know very eye pleasing
1: there's a lot i've never seen this panel this big it actually it looks great
0: (laughs) (laughs) right right
2: Gorgeous, yo Gorgeous. I work on them at a very like big scale Like, a, I, The pages are I don't know how people usually do digital comics But I do it like triple size So oh, I damn. get in like really close so, oh, When no I do this wonder. stuff
0: So that, that really wasn't a rice That was actually like a whole floor that you did before and then just...
2: Yeah <laughs> A lot of zooming Oh, and who,
0: what? The heck is going on here? I it's like, this,
2: uh, it. <laughs> this is from uh, the cover of issue five when um, the Libra gang makes an assault on the police station, uh, oh, which word? is a, a, a wild issue if you want to see cops get shot. What? Really? So uh, it's like assault on precinct 13? Exactly. Yes. Oh, word? Love it. No,
1: very much an inspiration. And this uh, cover, Ben Druid, is uh, riffing off of Bad Boys, if it's not clear. <laughs>
0: Which one is Will Smith? Because, you know, he's going to smack I would say swamp is Will
2: Smith. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. The orange one. There
0: we go. Uh, And look at this work here. Beautiful coloring cheese, yo. Yeah, Felipe
2: Sobrero. Uh, Felipe Sobrero. He's our amazing Brazilian colorist. Uh, He does great work. Wait, wait, wait. So y'all in Canada and you
0: find somebody. Y'all skip over, uh, you know, U.S. Central and go all the way down south. How yeah. the hell did you meet and connect with someone from Brazil?
1: Well, the world the world's flat, bro? Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't start that shit. I yeah. <laughs> yo, that motherfuckers almost got me believing this shit sometimes. Like, uh, no, uh
1: <laughs> our publisher, Ahoy, hooked us up with Felipe because he does oh, some man. work with uh with Ahoy and he's worked for other places, Marvel and Image and stuff like that. He's he's great.
2: He's great. He's a great partner for it. Uh, he really got the feel of the book and uh, brought a lot, brought that extra level of life to it. These are some inks from the very first oh. page of the comic.
0: I love me them black and whites like this. you need to release a whole black and white edition. You know, and I don't disrespect any colors, but oh, I yeah. you know I grew up watching my, my you know, reading Conan. So my first interpretation of the comics is always black and white. So I'm a big fan. Of this, oh man, mm-hmm. give me that director's cut. No color, we gorgeous,
1: yeah. Hey, That's- if we get popular enough, I mean, I'm happy to, you know, absolute adi- or not absolute edition, but you know, that I have like a black and white edition of The Killing Joke and Watchmen, Ooh,
2: yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I want that Watchmen one. That one's yeah. that one looks great, dude. Man, skill. I mean, look at
0: this, how your first fucking comic book, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I got a credit, I'm like. Just uber impressed, yo! Wow.
1: This is a, this is a big reveal. That's okay. People can go out and buy it, but I just want to say, what it? It's what good is, art. That's why I is, put it in the full. Yeah, I do want to. I want to just explain what's going on here. It's a it's a sort of a big reveal in the last issue, but you see in the first couple panels, there a woman's being jailed. We zoom out. Bubble City. Then underneath Bubble City is uh, Bubble City Prison, which is about as big as the city. You see, so the what? uninhabited zone, which goes out really endlessly we never see the end of it it's uh whether or not it even has an end will be explored maybe in future volumes well, that's the but, center
0: of flat earth gotcha uh, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah so uh
0: yeah
1: whether or not it's a flat earth or if we're even on planet earth that has like our are we in the future of our world or are we in a whole different world we haven't I don't think explored that. But anyway, this is a this is a giant prison. This is where uh the efforts of the Justice Warriors uh go. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa.
0: So now literally built on up. top of
1: literally built on top of uh uh the prison that well um,
2: probably, probably built you know? the buildings too. Yeah.
0: Yo, yeah, I'm sure. This is crazy. Love the idea, and it's like, damn, the world's not already fucked up enough that you gotta have more of this nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, geez, you know what? Just throw them out to the to the outside, let them live. The hell is this? It's-
1: well, that's what that's how some people would like it, but uh, unfortunately, the justice warriors are uh
0: <laughs> Yo, I see. They want to fucking arrest a bus. Who wants to arrest a bus? Well, have you ever had a <laughs> you've never had a but
1: well, have you it, I bet you if one of Elon Musk's uh self-driving cars ran over your partner, you would want to take a sledgehammer to that car as well and you would hunt it down
2: because <laughs> it's definitely not the driver who's responsible no yeah. it would be the it would be the self-driving module so uh huh. so and no definitely not elon module, right? yeah
0: no one controls this module
2: no yeah well
0: Wait, you know what i would try to think deep but who was a technician that that placed the module there you messed up I will go so <laughs> deep into
1: it. Well, we I do get uh, you know, we do get into AI in this in this series. Oh, it has it has so there's there's not oh man. You know, whether or not it's related to the bus is sort of uh something for the reader to ponder, I think. But there is a oh, lot man. of a- AI stuff that actually is explored.
0: Yeah. And meet the citizens of the uninhabitable zone, folks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, regular people, just like you and me.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is like a fun night in New York City back in the day. <laughs> yeah, <real>. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is this is a starfish gang. It's in the opening, uh, the opening sequence. You see, they each have a starfish. The idea is the starfish are actually parasitic um, beings themselves that control the people. So they're from Starfish okay. City. So we are. People at,
2: use them as psychedelic drugs too. Yeah. So they uh, put a starfish on, and they have a trip.
0: Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait! All right, so they <laughs> they could be removed then. So the person could willingly really remove it if
1: they want to. Well, they no longer, I would say that once the starfish is on, you're they're controlling you, so you can't just oh, pull so
0: it off. So it's just the wrap then. So you do it, put a high, and then you're going to be high for life like Ozzy was. But, yeah. yeah, well, you
1: well, see, right. you know, Swamp Cop rips off one from, this is like a, a bust in the opening, uh, mm-hmm. you know, cold kind of cold open for the whole series. And uh after they rip the starfish off the guy, he's like kind of out of it. And he's like, I don't know what I was doing. I didn't do it. I'm pretty you know, and then they throw him in jail.
0: Anyway, exactly. he's really innocent. Yeah. He's
1: really innocent.
0: <laughs> you know what? Screw it. You still did it, your fingerprints. Yeah. And look, the drama builds here. And, and, and this is the <laughs> type of world that it is because it's not who who gives a shit about your life? You didn't teach me everything. I need my pension. Shit. How do I do I, I, yeah. I love this. The humor I, is
1: so effed up. I love that expression on shit. It's probably one of my favorite drawings of him of all time and then the way that tongue's falling on the roof of Swamp's mouth. I love <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. And whipped, what is going on here? I mean, people getting bucked. Jesus Christ. This is definitely but America, been
1: like something. Well, this is what I don't, I, don't, I object to uh, your term bucked. This is a police involved shooting. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a police involved shooting. Oh, it's a piss.
0: Okay, it's a piss. Gotcha. Yeah. A PIS. Gotcha. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's uh, a <laughs> piss on somebody.
1: There <laughs> yeah. go, right? The cop took a piss on I mean, I'll, honestly, we, I mean, if we can use that sometime in a future volume of Justice Warriors, uh. Yeah, we'll give you we'll give
2: you a couple cents of royalties for that. one. this this is a part of the book is that we we don't pull punches with what we're gonna make fun of or involve in the plot, and while taking it while treating all of this stuff a little bit like a bad boys too. Okay,
0: you tease me with too much art, bro. Yeah, so the the
1: the Kaiser rolls. This is an issue too when. Bread becomes a a tradable commodity. Um, Oh,
0: you guys are fucking with me right now. I did a podcast several months ago. Several months ago.
1: With the Bread King.
0: (laughs) And no, I was making fun talking about the the Kaiser Road Mafia and all this shit. King Kaiser. What the hell? You guys got some Kaiser Road Mafia too? (laughs) I guess
2: so. I don't know. Great minds think alike. Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah, the Kaiser Road Mafia and King Kaiser. Yo, what's going on? (laughs) I am digging this shit so much. Now you're making me laugh. So, so bread is a commodity. It's actually worth money. But why didn't they shoot the homie? then don't take the bread? What happened? It
1: was just uh, a hit? Yeah, Come so home. I think he uh, <laughs> thought he was going for a weapon, you know, classic, uh, oh. uh, classic police oopsie. Yeah. Whoops.
2: Um,
1: And he was actually <laughs> holding, uh, holding, holding
0: bread. You guys need to do an infomercial. Show the shooting, and then you show show a cop doing an angle. Oopsie! Yeah, you know? yeah.
2: <laughs> very what cute the- cop, right? You know, Oops. and Whoa. then uh, the US is full of all of these very strange characters. Uh, lots. All the mutants are wild. Uh, there's cartoon characters. There's people with gills. There's fish, there's dolphins, there's frogs. There's a a phone head in the back, goddammit. Yeah, there's a phone head, there's a clam.
0: Yeah, I see a thumb head too.
2: There's (laughs) a whale breaching. (laughs) A lot of panels have uh, giraffes in them. Yeah, uh, the hell is,
0: is that kermit
2: <laughs> yeah uh, there's probably kermit in there there's a bunch of like obscure 80s cartoons i think if you look uh like uh, i can't point but in the right almost right in the middle of the panel is dr bad vibes from the cops show oh yeah
1: there we go and then you know what I've, I've actually never noticed that before ben
2: yeah and oh. then front on the left is um uh the girl from ghost world
1: yeah, Enid Coleslaw.
2: Yeah, there she is. Enid Coleslaw. And then behind her is Cabbage Head from The Kids in the Hall, if anybody <laughs> oh, knows Cabbage Head. A uh, oh. lot of tiny little references in all of these crowd scenes five, that I put five. in. Five. Yeah, this, be, be all in this all of our information. <laughs> We're
0: Imagine
2: trying to go have through the, the book
0: again. What's that? Oh, yeah. You're going to probably go through the book again. Now, now I say, what the hell else did he put in the book? There's head a, head a, there's a, a lot
1: of detail there. Well, <laughs> like, I, I didn't even catch the Dr. Bad vibes, and I love that guy. But we're trying to have a very dense, uh, you know, a lot of stuff going on in this book and all the mutants, everything. Again, it's a lot of for Ben to draw because every single character has to be different. But we're trying to go above and beyond, like, you know, all the books that already have done megacities and weird cities like uh, Transmetropolitan and mm. uh, Alan Moore's Top Ten. We want to be crazier and wilder than all those.
2: Yeah, and new Bring something new. There's no like yeah. uh, cyberpunk Roger Rabbit thing that I've ever yeah. seen.
1: Yeah, uh, reach. So
2: we can we can do that, and it can be s- some serious political commentary while at the same time being an episode of The Simpsons, while at the same time being Judge Dread, uh, while at the same time as being like 90s anime, and yeah, like it really is a unique thing that we are able to put together here. I got to ask here, because, you know, if we're in the
0: future, AI is a thing. There's this one little bubble city. How is cash still a thing? Uh,
2: people got to exchange money for goods and services.
0: So so cash is still a thing. Now everyone think... has crypto,
2: huh? Uh, no, we do make some crypto but, jokes yeah. in, in no. the book, but uh, it's hard to print crypto. How are you going to print crypto? <laughs> yeah. You got to have cash. Oh what will my the printing God. machines do?
0: Oh, my movie was this, was it uh, Over the Top, was it? Or- no, Predator. that's uh, uh, Predator, yeah. Predator, yeah, Predator. Dylan, oh, my God, this is so you funny.
1: You son of a bitch. <laughs> the classic.
0: And I love this. Like, you know, th- this shit, no, he's not being referred to. Like, shit, I'm crying, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you see, folks, this is what I'm saying. Look
2: at this. Oh, geez, huh? Looking. Whoa. Yeah, I keep the, the you know, you got to have that um those panels that give you that feeling of like queasiness like a, yeah. a 90s anime gives you when you see blood splatter on the wall and you're like, "Ooh, it's one of those cartoons." We got that. Yeah. But it's also uh Roger Rabbit. Uh yeah.
0: Good stuff. Ooh. Oh, man, this uh, I love your lettering on this right there fire scenery what in the heck man
1: thanks i was happy with uh, that sound effect turned out this is the chief she's the police chief and is a uh mostly cybernetic woman and you get to see a lot of her towards the end of the series she kind of uh, gets to shine a little bit and you get to see the full extent of her abilities but mostly she has a desk job running the bubble city police department and the thing about her to know is that she's obsessed with her online mentions on social media, more so than uh, actual crime in Bubble City.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, look at this. What, the shit is turning to Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger here in command. Yeah, there's a full transformation. (laughs) Uh, Part of shit's arc is uh, firearms related.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When it's okay to fire and when you should not.
2: And look at the
0: nose on homie here, yeah, my God! He could point the way without pointing a finger.
2: Yeah, he's like a uh, cross between uh, Pinocchio and King Louis the Fourteenth of France. <laughs>
0: Damn. Classic matchup. And you know, the, you know, oh, oh this, this scene made me laugh, you know, because I was like, wow, this is so foul. Wow. Yeah. Oh man, just to see, just 'cause folks, is right before he does this, he says, "Oh, I need to commandeer you for, you know, commandeer your body." You're like, "What? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Yo, you mother effer." Well, you know, Yo. we're, you know,
1: we're we're riffing off of, you know, cops do that with vehicles or whatever, and yeah. in real life and also in movies, it's a big thing. Yeah. I thought, well, mutants are sort of viewed as subhuman, so it's yeah.
2: perfectly legitimate to uh, employ one as a human shield. And this is uh, that cop seconds later being crushed by the self-driving bus. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of violence in the book. Not for the squeamish. But I love here what you guys say because the, the the emotion yeah heart emotes
0: throughout and the sequence of the face changing based on the impact. Holy shit! What a wonderful job. I mean, there I could really tell. You know that that animation type of a. Uh, experience you have, but it really looks like if you look at it really fast, you see the whole
2: sequence.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, all Then I,
2: I try to do a lot. Anytime I have the opportunity to show the motion, because sometimes the story's going a bit too fast, but when I get an opportunity to do uh, a little, use a little bit of what I know from animation, it's uh, it's really a joy. Cause I think that there's a lot of relationship between how you draw for comics and how you draw for animation. Like there is a focus on like pose and movement Mm-hmm. Uh, even more in animation than in comics, I find. Um, because in, in animation, you can have like these, they're called smear frames, where it's not like a real drawing. It's just sort of a placeholder for a drawing. Okay. And like being able to use a little bit of this in uh, in comics, uh, I've gotten some great results with u- using some of those techniques.
0: Well, I think you're going to have a hell of a career in front of you. People start start really, you know, looking. Like again, you know, people always want to look at at, at the people sometimes in the in the big two, and that's fine and all. Man, Indy, I think has some of the uh, best. I'm
1: I'm worried, I'm worried. I'm worried, man. Let me tell you, once uh, <laughs> Justice Warriors blows up more. Then they're gonna be like, "Hey Ben, why don't you come draw Iron Man? We'll give you a oh no. scene." Never in a
2: million years. Because not. <laughs> is, they won't let great. me write it too. Like that's yeah. the great thing about Justice Warriors is like I get to have a say in some of the jokes.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, my, 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 This this is too much for Iron Man. So that much. I no, know. yeah,
1: <laughs> we're going for uh, a little bit different thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, folks, you know, I'm showing this on the screen right there, you know, throughout. you got to follow this amazing team on Twitter, Matt Bors and Bette Clarkson. You know, just stand in look them up. You can pick up Justice Warriors from Ahoy Comic Max now at your favorite local comic shop, bookstore, online shop, and a whole lot more. All right? For real. So let me ask you, since Justice Warriors addresses uh, themes of inequality and social unrest, right, uh, how do you hope that the comic book resonates with readers and sparks
2: conversations about real-world issues? Uh, I hope that people can think, just think about these issues a bit because they're, they're really serious issues and Matt and I take them very seriously. And when people are asked to, people are never really asked to think about these issues. They're being told by large media conglomerates that are owned by billionaires to think a certain way about them. Don't trust yourself side of the corporate media. Uh, and I just hope that we can present some of the issues in a in a way that encourages people to sort of look at their own conditions and the condition of the world and maybe think. Because we can't... I, I don't know if art can ask you to do any more than just have another round of thinking about yeah. difficult things.
1: Yeah, if there's anything I would say, that, you know, the sort of subtext or the underlying principle at work in Justice Warriors is about structure the structure of the world and systemic problems and how those dictate the shape of our lives and they're not easy to overcome so we don't really have answers uh exactly you know i mean justice warriors is kind of a dark satire but i think there's hopefully
0: a lot to think about excellent excellent so we could get this book now but how about maybe buying this book from you guys directly are you guys going to be at any conventions anytime soon or you know, anywhere, whether whether it's in Canada or in the states, talk to me, baby. To I, I, yeah, out yeah, yeah. You, guys, man. you know, <laughs> this, this is
1: my first comic book that's uh, ha- come out in serialized form and all that. So I'm I'm not on that usual yeah. circuit, but I am I am going to be at SPX and nice. Columbus Crossroads in September, and I think I'm going to San Diego Comic Con. Actually, I'm not table. You I'm got to. I'm wandering you. around, and I'm I'm up for an Eisner actually for an editing, editing at the Nib, not for Justice Warriors. Uh,
2: Excellent. Paul, Congrats, yeah, this guy. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> you know so
1: I'll, I'll be around um, at those conventions, and I mean, hopefully others in the future. But so you've we... been
0: pro- so, to that convention prior, correct?
1: Only once, like twelve years ago.
0: Oh god, you're gonna have a blast! It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. it's <laughs> tiring, but but it's—I had a blast. I went in 2019, and uh, that was my first. And Jesus, I think that the whole weekend from Thursday to Sunday, I maybe slept six hours. So there was, you know, I, my B and B was an hour away, so you know, yeah, doing just you know partying as well, and <laughs> it's just it was intense. I loved it though. I was you
1: know? there. What right, well, about you? Yeah. Huh? No, no,
0: no, I don't. No, no no no. Where were you? no, 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 no. When you were there, I want to your experience. I was I mean, there. I, went
1: and... I was there the year, I don't know exactly what year it was, but it was the year they were promoting um, the Scott Pilgrim movie. And there was like a giant, like gigantic banners hanging down from buildings. That, I, I don't know how big they were, gigantic. And I was just, I couldn't believe that this came from an indie comic. And then the floor of San Diego. I mean, you know, I'm less into all the pop culture stuff. I mean, I love it, but I don't need to be, you know, it's like a toy and movie trailer convention at at some point. I don't necessarily care about all that stuff. Uh, It's very overwhelming. Um, You know, my hope is I'm not tabling, like I said. So, I mean, I'm just trying to meet some, meet some editors, meet some cartoonists. I haven't even traveled since goddamn COVID started. So this was my first trip. And uh, yeah, just trying to, you know, make some connections, see my friends and stuff.
0: Well that that that's uh that's the wonderful purposes of uh, a con too, man. I I've met many amazing and talented people that are part of the network now and it's it's great. Yeah. I mean so it's definitely a a wonderful event that everybody I think should attend at least once in their life too because you know if you don't want to party like Matt you want part like me, you have a blast. <laughs> <laughs> All right? So uh, a big blast. Uh so so Ben, talk to me. Are you gonna be doing anything or, or, or are you kind of like a math lay
2: more chill? I, I honestly have never thought about it. Uh maybe I should go to some of these things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, it's just like never been part of my I I go to film festivals. Uh I don't go to comic conventions. Hey, but maybe I should wait, wait a minute convention. I'll tell you right now, fan expo. Which has one in Canada?
0: There's a film festival there that tours okay. with them for the Geek Fest Film Festival, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful, and it's all sci-fi, pop culture-related short films. Wonderful, and if you have one, you could even submit to them, and and they'll basically take that short film of and they'll travel to all the kinds they go to and mm. and showcase it. Yeah, wonderful. So there you go. I'm I'm hooking you, brother, I'm like a fish. Yeah, they got film for You're you, reeling me in. <laughs> all right great but really please consider that because i think you guys are awesome uh this book is amazing um i see what you guys are doing and especially with that world building i think it's phenomenal we definitely need more of that in comics and and this type of approach like i don't you know comics have always been political i hate when people say oh comics will never always have been Mm -hmm. political always maybe now it's just because social media helps exacerbate the message a little bit more but it's always been there. But you know, th- there are some that, are, you say, that are preachy, and there are some that make it fun. That when you laugh, as you said prior, that why am I laughing at this? It's really point, But why am I laughing? You got to you got to question yourself. So it's like, wait mm-hmm. a minute. That's it's good. That's up. That, I laugh. So, That is the you.
1: reaction that we want.
0: So thank you, Nate. Like, because you know, me seeing a cop grab somebody's body as a shield shouldn't be funny, you know. But it's funny. But then you think about, it, like, damn, it's really fucked up, <laughs> Cause, and because it, it's true. <laughs> shit like that happens
1: it's funny no. but it's fucked up because it's true is the justice warriors promise yeah that's yeah motto. baby
0: <laughs> <laughs> i want to see that quoted on the yeah. cover it's fucked up because it's true all right uh awesome so one last question here i'll uh start this one but uh, ben what type of advice would you give somebody trying to come up in the game like you you know what i mean work
2: work your butt off uh if you if you're not happy with the thing you're making uh do it again uh and tell everyone about everything you're doing all the time don't shut up because uh no one's going to promote you uh you have to promote yourself and uh if you have good stuff and you're promoting yourself people will pay attention excellent how about you my brother matt
1: i mean i guess i guess something similar you know i came up in the the early what's now the early web comics era and that was the sort of the promise is that you could publish online and gain an audience and uh, it's not easy but that it, it is how i've built my career and that's a, that's the great thing about comics you know you can actually draw them and publish them the way you want and uh without a lot of interference making money is uh you know a harder thing yeah other
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's possible, you know. I mean, we're oh, doing definitely. all right with Justice Warriors and enough so that we're probably going to be making more of them. So uh, it can happen.
0: Those no, two ways. It's going to be a cartoon and it's going to be a movie, you know, and then it's going be, you know, we're going to be showcasing this across all alien worlds to see if they agree with how, how they're being portrayed in this comic
2: book. It's going to be fun. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> Martian export markets. That's what I'm looking forward to.
0: Uh, let's go! You know uh, the underground civilization of Mars uh, might be eating this up right now. We, yeah. We know this, you know? <laughs> as long
1: as the as long as they're ordering copies and <laughs>
0: oh yeah, and it'll get to you quickly, folks, because it is a fat Earth. Don't you worry? We yeah. Just chuck it like a frisbee and it'll land in front of your desk, all right? Yeah. No. yeah, yeah.
2: We're looking for markets beyond the ice wall. <laughs>
0: Let's do it, baby. Ice wall Market, if you guys are listening, you know, hi <laughs> mean, send, send your, your little uh, messengers and pick us these books if y'all need it too, all right? Well, Shout you up- to, the ice, wall. <laughs> Shout out to the ice Wall. Shout
2: the Ice listeners.
0: Yeah, <laughs> man, for real. Thank you. I mean, this is worldwide, baby. All right? Yeah. You know, it's global. It's flat. It's all over the place. All right? Everybody, thank you for joining us today and hanging out. I'm going to show this one more time because we have my man, Matt, at Matt Bores on Twitter. Then we have Ben Clarkson, all right, on Twitter. Just as I said it, the link's up below, all right? Please support this amazing comic book. It's available now for Mahoy Comic Mags, all right? to so your favorite LCS, bookstore, online shop. You know, it could be on the corner. Somebody may have this under their trench coat. You want a hot copy of a number one first print, you know? Get it, get it. It's a hot one for real. I'm Al Mega, all right? Thank you for tuning in to the Comic Crusaders podcast. Thank you for tuning in every time I'm on. All right. Turn on notifications subscribe. Hasta <laughs> la próxima. Wepa! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.